0: Welcome to Let's Talk Canine Fitness with your hosts, Katerina Marioli and Dr. Leslie I. Join us for the monthly podcast on all things dog fitness. Young, old, overweight, or athletic, our passion for canine fitness has you covered. Hello! Hi, Katerina! Hi, Leslie! guys welcome your favorite canine fitness podcast is back we have finally (laughs) we had a little bit of a break lots of stuff going on in our each of our worlds um that took up a lot of our time but now we've made time to come back and talk to you about canine fitness and all the things going on within Canine Fitness and the world. Um, So I hope you're excited for this next round of podcasts. I don't know, season three, something like that. Yeah,
1: so what are we talking about? I was um, actually on on Instagram, I uh, was asking people in my stories about topics. And that's how we found the topic we thought um, fit to start this season three.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So one of, someone, I don't know if we know who, asked about um, <clears throat> basically <clears throat> the business of canine fitness. So each of us. Both myself and Katerina have started our own business and run our own different fitness type programs, and um, we thought we would just talk about kind of how we did it and the differences and maybe have a little bit of a series on the business of canine fitness, um, and who knows, maybe we'll get some guests to come talk about how they started their business and what their ideas were but yeah we just thought that would be um, a really good topic for this next season especially because both of us kind of in this time off have been spending a lot of time working on our businesses so let's get started, kind of, why don't don't you give an update of what you've been doing in this time off, and I'll talk about what's new um, for my business, and then we'll talk about how we got started.
1: Yeah, so uh, I just uh, looked it up. The question was, how to build a business in Canaan Fitness? Yeah. So that, uh, actually, as you already said, uh, we both did it, (laughs) so uh, maybe uh we are both living from this and um yeah i think we can share our histories and maybe our plans we have our dreams we have yeah um, and
0: and maybe some like tips on things we didn't know would be you know things we had to do and obviously it's going to be a little different for each of us um Because of both, like our backgrounds are different, but also because, you know, different countries, there are going to be different things that you have to think about when creating a business. So Yeah, especially in the
1: legal, legal factor. So in the, for me, the boring factors is because I'm, I'm really not into these things. That's why I started Quickly to give away these parts of things and and hire someone to do all these things because I'm I'm I I'm the like the creative chaos type of person um, so the for me the start is uh, always. A, doesn't matter what you're doing in life. It's like uh for me is passion is always the motor that drives me. Uh creativ- creativity, passion. That's that's how it has to start uh for me.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um so what was what's what's new in your business over what the last six months? What have what's okay. the what have you been working on?
1: Yeah, it it actually is uh I, I Mm, so, talking about business flexiness turns ten years this year. It's crazy wow. but true. <laughs> so that that was uh, something. And as you know, I I've uh, or as um, people that know my brand know I have been changing the whole product line. And this was is something um, that is was and still is very important for me to to produce products that are getting better and better to to have them like um i was i this new product is coming out now the the past step where which is very versatile so you can combine products this is something from my background in, in graphics uh yeah that this is what what drives me to do it what in what is in my interest so designing for the dogs that was uh and in new product ideas how how can what comes next so I have a line of ideas i have a book full of ideas that was one part um, I worked on in 2022, and uh, the other part is um, I started uh, designing again, like for my online classes. So I'm I'm really um, pushing the. Uh, that's one of the other part I'm I'm pushing is the online class or online lesson, online education uh, part of uh, flexiness. Cool these are the two parts because i always said yeah it's coming it's coming it's coming (laughs) and now it is finally coming because i hired a company helping me with this because uh at some point you can't do everything yourself i can do all the all the designing part the writing part but but it doesn't work next to the flexiness the canine fitness equipment so i had i need, needed help to realize it because the day only has 24 hours also in my life
0: <laughs> yes what about um anything new with with your like in person clinic i feel like i you got something new but maybe this was a while ago
1: i got something get- new i don't know yeah i or i have a lot of uh, i Did i that- want
0: an underwater treadmill I have an underwater treadmill yeah. I have I feel like new... you got that after our last episode like it's been it, that long
1: no can't be I have it I have it longer I think I, <laughs> oh. so I think no. I, no I have it longer but I I actually I I what can I say I'm not I'm not using it that much it's like (laughs) I once I was in I was in an education for a hydrotherapist and then I was like yeah it's like my hobby (laughs) so actually and they were all like non reward treadmill like a hobby it's a little bit of bit of next. Expensive hobby, yeah. yeah. It, it was expensive. Okay, it's not. It's not the. It's not the Ferrari of underwater treadmills, but it. It's not cheap. But for me, um, actually, I. I am so uh, into the equipment part of my business. It's like my studio, and my my therapy. The therapy part of in my studio. This is really like uh, like my hobby because i I can't take a lot of dogs because I don't have the time
0: mm-hmm. so
1: i I just I pick the cases that interest interest me and the other ones I transfer to colleagues because yeah. I just don't have the time to do it uh and that's one advice I just can give everyone uh do where your heart leads you and and yeah take focus on, 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 on this. And my focus is on fitness and equipment. That's my focus. And then I have dogs I take because the cases interest me. And I mean, I have a lot of, I also bought a new laser last year. Okay. Um, Yeah. That's somehow the new things, (laughs) the things I was up to uh, last year, designing a lot and yeah. I mean, I have yeah. a lot of patients on my own. My own, my own dogs or my clients. Maybe more. They are healthy, so it's more on the wellness part of the rehabs thing than uh, yeah. Then they don't need it. Re- no, don't need rehab. So
0: yeah, um, cool. So my big move was obviously the the new location. Getting a a permanent building rather than going place to place, which I wasn't really going many places, just a dog training clinic and my, my dog training area. So yeah, growing that, hiring my first like real employee um, and navigating everything that you have to do to like actually, like, not that I wasn't official. Um, like I've had this business, the Total Canine, for since 2012. Um, but it definitely started as a side hustle and then it's grown um and became my sole uh business. And then now it's taken the next step in that it has a location with employees and like have this whole plan of growing it bigger. So eventually you know, I'm doing more of my passion, which is more the education side. Mm-hmm. Um, and less of, you know, I don't know, I don't want to say the grunt work, but the, you know, the day to day seeing patients and, and that kind of thing. So yeah, so I have lots of new things to go along with it. Um, we have a Let's see. what did we get? We got a shockwave machine. We have a stance analyzer, a thermal imaging camera. <clears throat> um, those are, those are the new toys for now. We don't, even as a, a you know, a clinic, we, we, I've made the decision not to have an underwater treadmill. Yeah. Um, it may come someday, but like you said, I I feel like there's so much other stuff you can do on the exercise realm that exactly.
1: you don't necessarily need
0: an underwater treadmill. Um, and it's, it's a big expense, but it's also everything that goes with it. And we could probably do a whole episode just talking about the pros and cons of having an underwater treadmill and what you have to think about as a business owner. Because um, like part of what I think about with do i want one is the infrastructure so like yes. the clinic that i have is it's an old house it was built um you know a long time ago and got remodeled for basically this and i'm like trying to put in a heavy underwater trouble i'm like i don't know if the floor will hold it you know what if it leaks water everywhere you have mm-hmm. to have a plan for that so that i don't get water damage and you know,
1: insurance but- for them
0: Yeah. So there's all kinds of stuff that goes along with it, that it's not just, you know, the other equipment was kind of simple. It was like, I don't need infrastructure to have a shockwave machine. I just have to have the machine, you know? So it's, yes, lots of things, lots of things we can talk about on the business realm, fitness. Um, And especially like for me, like the ideas of what else can you do because especially here, I feel like the underwater treadmill is like a big selling point. Like I've had people call up and ask, oh, well, do you have an underwater treadmill? And if you say no, they're like, oh, well, you're not what I need. And I'm like, but you hardly get any fitness from an underwater treadmill. (laughs) Like if you're coming, if your exercise program is coming once a week for underwater treadmill, you're not doing much. So (laughs) anyway, now that we've, I've gone off on a totally different topic. (laughs) <laughs> Just from that standpoint,
1: if you're talking about underwater treadmill, the room I have for uh my therapy, the, it's uh, an extension to my studio, and it already offered it because it it was a kitchen, bathroom, shower area in that industrial building. So the flooring is okay. There is there is the, the water oh, uh, already. There is, it, it goes through the floor. So that was all given. So I yeah. I just had to find a water treatment that fits, that is not as wide because to bring it into the room. So right. um, that yeah. that worked very well. So I knew the building is strong enough because it's an industrial building, mm-hmm. and the water is given. So these I didn't have a problem. To all, that was all given, so it was yeah. an easy decision
0: to make. Um, yeah, yeah, you didn't have to worry about plumbing. I
1: wouldn't have gone one if, if i had to uh yeah to to <laughs> to, constru- to do construction in in uh, uh in the studio because it's not my property and uh, i wouldn't ex- wouldn't pay for that if it's not my property because you never know how long you will be there
0: um, right. where
1: if everything changes as quick as it changed for me the past 10 years I don't know where I'm. Uh, I am in two years, so.
0: Right. So same here. I'm. I'm leasing the building. So mm-hmm. yeah, making a lot of changes. I've got a five year lease. I may not want to be here in five years. I may have outgrown it. So yeah, doing a lot <clears throat> of changes. You have to think about that. I mean, that's another. Like I said, there's so much we can talk about with with the business aspect of things. So, um yeah now as we as we get going i'm just like wow there's a lot we can it,
1: do it, it, it is work. huge it, it really is yeah. huge but i think maybe we uh if we decided to make this a little bit of a shorter we are back uh, episode uh, maybe we could talk about uh, we could pick each of us could pick two or three major advices if you want to start a business well from from the experience, in fact, um, flexiness or gong work, how my company's name is, uh, is not my first business. I already had another business before uh, myself, but when I was um, yeah, 10 years, 12, 13 years back, uh, I decided to go a different way to, to start something new, and I uh, closed that business. And uh, yeah, I mean, there is a lot of experience coming from there that, that helped me to build the, the whole flexiness, flexiness stuff. What, I, was
0: your, what was your, what do I want to say, like driving force? Like what made you change to flexiness? Like what was it, what was the problem you were trying to solve? Or what was the, you know, that fire that you're like, I need to do this?
1: oh I mean it started I wasn't uh yeah it's like all major life changes it started with actually the death of my my father my my, uh, remaining parent and then I decided okay this is the time I I I don't have anyone to look after anymore because my my parents uh, aren't anymore so (laughs) now it's my time to to realize my dream i'm not happy with what i'm working i'm not happy in that graphic field it's not uh, satisfying so i was i looked into myself and asked myself what makes me happy and then i was like yeah i'm happy the happiest when i, I am with my dogs doing stuff with my dogs so that's how it started and then i then i uh, I, I liked um working with my dogs, but I said, I don't want to be, uh, uh, like, uh, I don't want to have a dog school, because there yeah. are so many, and that's not, that's not what I, what I fancy, and I'm interested in the, because of my sick parents, I was interested in the medical field, so I said, yeah, that's interesting too, and even with, with dogs, that, in I'm more interested in that, so I, and then I, I started breeding Boston Terriers. I wanted to support my puppies, and so it all came together because I wanted to support my dogs. Then I—I I think it was around 2010-11, I uh, found out about canine fitness because uh-huh. it wasn't—it wasn't a topic here. And it, that's, and I got interested in that, and then it was like uh yeah how how can i do it and it's uh, it came from the us it was yeah and so i was interested for my for my dogs for my young dogs to work with them and so it all started and i got into into the physio thing i started this this education and realized okay with this education there is it's very interesting but um actually the part that i'm most interested most is not is not covered or it's just a short part of this and yeah and then uh, it was step by step it all came together at one point so why i looked for knowledge elsewhere not in europe because it wasn't available and yeah
0: yeah yeah I think we both had kind of mm, atypical starts to the business because, right? You kind of came at it from like you were a graphic designer, and and then we're like, well, I'm yeah, I want to take care of my own dogs, and um, a, kind of similar. Like I did not start out being like, this is what I'm gonna do with my life. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think so many people have that perception that if you're in the veterinary field, you must've been like Mm. wanting to work with animals since you were five years old or whatever. And I'm like, no, I just kind of came about it because I was challenged. I, you know, I was, I was not sure, you know, I was about to graduate from university Mm. and not really sure what I was going to do. And I had a, I had my, I'd gotten my own dog um and people were like wow you're really good with them and you know you do so much and that kind of got me thinking about the the animal world and then I had someone tell me oh well there you could never become a veterinarian um never never I was like (laughs) okay well let me show you and then but then really how this specific job of like canine fitness, sports medicine came about for me was I was doing sports with my dogs um and after I graduated from vet school and I went back to to the state I was in um before going to vet school I realized like there was no one taking care of these dogs. Like no one knew what to do. You know, even in vet school people like the the teachers were like, "Oh, agility dogs, that's just Doing tricks in the backyard, you know, that's they're not real athletes. Um, and so then when they'd have these injuries and it wasn't like a broken bone or a torn ligament, you know, the vets were just like, Oh, I don't know what it is, just rest them for a couple weeks, they'll be fine. And I had pain meds, (laughs) yeah, yeah, and I had these people coming to me because I did the sports as well, and they were like. Leslie, what can you do? Can you, you know, fit? And I was like, well, I don't know. I wasn't taught this. So it was kind of this, yeah, I wanted to fill this, this empty hole of, you know, taking care of these dogs, like the athletes that they are. So, you know, it had both the sports medicine side of figuring out, um, you know, how to take care of them, you know, if they have problems. But then also, you know, I was really into like, well, let's do things so that they don't develop problems. Let's so you know, do the, the Yeah. Actor. Yeah. Um, so that's really where, where the start of it came about for me. And, mm-hmm. and it's just grown from there. Cause like I said, it was, it started out with me, um, you know, spending all day at a regular veterinary clinic. And then afterwards I'd be like, okay, what can I learn about this? What can mm-hmm. I, what can I figure out? What can I like experiment with on my own dogs and, you know, do stuff. And then as I got more and more knowledge and felt more comfortable, started sharing that with other people. Um, so, yeah, I think it's, it's kind of interesting. That we both had kind of non-traditional ways into our business
1: yeah and i think it's it's just it's i i can't imagine i mean i mean though all the experiences i had made me to the person i am and all the things i did before before that helped me now because it's uh, i think that's it's very important to to have experience in different fields to to find out for me it was it was very important to find out who i am who I want to be and what I want to do and it helps me to just just focus on what I want to do and that's the most important thing for me
0: yeah so what (laughs) would can going back to what you originally said what what would if someone was looking into Mm -hmm. starting their own canine fitness business what would be your first tip for them because i know there's gonna be lots but what would be like the first thing yeah.
1: i mean the thing is i mean it it depends where these people come from where they start are they already in the field do they want to become self-employed or are they like i was from a different field and want to start from scratch so i think um i mean from one point it's it they have Get a proper education. That's the That's I mean that's the thing I, I would say is the most important thing. Get a proper education, um, and from the mental part, uh, <clears throat> from my background, don't get info, get inspiration, but don't try. Um, don't try to to get into too many different things just focus focus on what is you have to learn what is your strength what is your passion and then go that way don't look uh left and right what are others doing to look get inspired but don't don't lose your own focus because if you want to uh if you i i take Oh, this person is doing this. So I'm doing this too. And this person too. Oh, I do it this. That. Don't, don't lose yourself in, in, in this whole field of different people because everyone has a different approach. I mean, you work different than I do. But mm-hmm. I think we can both say we are successful with what we are doing, what we, how we can help the dogs. But it's not the same. But if yeah. I try to, to, to do Leslie's way, I lose Katarina's way. But yeah. I want to be Katarina, so I do my own way and I, I get influenced. When we talk, it's always inspiration. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, that's one thing. Don't lose focus, is the other one. Good solid education and don't lose, lose, lose focus on your skills because you can't do everything. And don't lose focus on your own thing.
0: Yeah, I'm going to jump in on that. Because yeah. I think kind of same, on this similar thread um, is with the education, don't lose yourself too. Because I do think... Um, I don't want to say this. So, so I think a lot of times we take, like when we go to an education program or a certification program or a degree program, we take everything we're taught as, you know, like the pure truth of like, this is it.
1: That's how it has to be. And I think we need
0: to, I think you need to remain open and question and don't lose yourself also in that. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, there was a lot of stuff in vet school that I in vet school was kind of like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I started to question it of like, why are we, why do we do that? Why are we, you know, taught to be anti-breeder and why are we taught to like, you know, certain things. And, and again, part of what helped me realize that was that when they said, well, agility dogs aren't athletes, they're just doing tricks in the backyard. And I know like I have agility dogs and I'm like, that's not true. That's what kind of had that that opening for me of like, wait, yes, what we are taught is very good, but I also have to bring myself in it. And I have to also kind of, you know, if I see something and I'm like, I'm just not sure about that, it's okay to question it. Um, and it's okay to have your own ideas about something, even if, you know, someone else Says the opposite, you know, you don't exactly. need to um, just agree with everyone or be, you know, be like, Oh, I, I'm taking this, you know, and this, and this, and I'm gonna do all the things and just agree with everyone around me. You can, you can have your or agree with the majority, and, and yeah, the way that you do it. Um, and I also agree with you, like, it's good to have a focus. Um, I think one of the mistakes I made early on and I still make sometimes is that I want to do everything. Mm -hmm. You know, I see someone ask a question on social media and I'm like, Oh, I want to help them. And it's like, no, that's, it's, you know, yes, you have information, you could help them, but focus on your thing. Like you don't need to be out there.
1: Everyone. If someone wants your help, they can make an appointment it's yeah. your business you are yeah. i mean that that's actually one other point we can talk about what is it about your so-called friends what is uh. a, what is a friend as soon as you have as you as you are have your own business you have so many friends and they just have a quick question i just have a quick question how many times have you heard that yeah and it's always mm-hmm. that quick question would have, would maybe have been uh, $30 yeah yeah. Or 50 or 100 and, and and 10 quick questions or it sums up. And I'm, I'm very open to help people, <laughs> uh, to help my friends. And I help my friends for free. But something I learned early on because my father was self, self-employed as an artist. Your really good friends, they pay you the price you ask for for Mm non-friends and that's what I do I don't let my friends work for me for free
0: yeah yeah my my favorite is the you know now now that I have a location a clinic Mm -hmm. my favorite is the people who then want me to come to them to do exams or treatments like Mm -hmm. they're and, and again, it is kind of that guise of like, well, well we know you, um, we're, we're friends, but then they want me to make the sacrifice to go to them instead of being willing to drive to see me. And, and that definitely, I, you know, I don't think they do it on purpose, but to me, what it's saying is they devalue my service. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think that's, that's a really important topic is like, yeah. How do you, how do you deal with the friends when you, when you are self-employed running a business and, um, you know, it's hard, it's hard to charge your friends.
1: It it really Mm -hmm. is hard, but I think as friend, you have, you have to give your self-employed friend that feeling that they have to charge you fully. That's mm-hmm. what, I, what I think. That's what I try to do. Of course, we all have our very close friends. Hi, Marianne. Thank you for your veterinary advice always if <laughs> I need it. <laughs> and thank you as well, Leslie. But that these are those friends, those close friends. You ask them for for advice and they ask you for advice. So it's it's you work together. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, and I think that's that's very important. But there are those that that really want just to profit from what you're offering, and that's not okay.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, I think we've got lots to talk about in this topic. Um, I mean, yeah, <laughs> there's so much more. So, how about we? You know, people have business-specific questions. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely shout those out to us, and hopefully we'll um, we can get to them, or maybe even make a whole topic about them, depending on what they are. But um, yeah, I think I think there's a lot to
1: talk. about. As you are running our uh, Patreon account, uh, is it still is it still open? So yes. maybe we can ask our patrons
0: to ask yes. questions for this. Yes.
1: We will give
0: priority to the patrons. So, um, yeah, if you're a patron, ask us ask us questions about business. Tell us what you business related topics you want to talk about, um, and we will get to them.
1: So, yes, yeah. I think that's a, that could be an interesting series. Of course, if you have um, questions, fitness direct canine fitness questions about exercises so you're welcome to ask those as well
0: (laughs) yes yeah and we'll probably maybe have go back to our little mini sodes and and answer questions if they're not specifically business yeah because actually i had a
1: lot of people contacting me telling me yeah we are i'm listening to the old episodes and i i miss miss new so new episodes but uh, i'm listening to the old ones it's it's great so i think we definitely should do uh and can pick from there because i think the body part series was very and the poppy series of is i think this is still one of our most uh, popular series we, we ever had
0: I think the, yeah, the puppy series will be timeless. We'll probably have to do updates as we go along, but yeah, yeah. still get.
1: Because that's, uh, that's actually another business thing. What was good 10 years ago doesn't have to be good now. Exactly. Good,
0: change. So. Be willing to change and learn new stuff. Don't get stuck in what, what you learned 10 years ago as well. That's, that's it. That's it. And I'll never that's the Change. Yeah. Yeah, especially a profession like this, which is so new and we're constantly learning more, you have to be willing to to grow with the profession.
1: Yeah, I mean, just look at the, oh, again, I can't say it, look at the equipment we used 10 years ago. Ask yourself, is it still appropriate to use
0: that equipment or not? Yeah, now that we have uh, equipment that is more like actually dog made rather than yeah 10 years ago when it was just repurposing human equipment it was great
1: back then but now we know more yep and that's that's yeah that's actually for every every part in your business don't get stuck yeah
0: cool well i'm very excited about this series I've been I've been actually wanting to talk about my business I was before we decided to do this I was like oh maybe I should start a blog about like how everything I'm doing and what I'm learning as I do this business because you know I have been doing it for so long but this like just having a location is so new and I keep getting learning things that I'm like oh I didn't know that was a thing. No one ever told me. So, um, yeah, all kinds of, all kinds of little things that you find out when you're doing it. That would be nice to have known a little bit ahead of time.
1: So you're happy. You're happy. You did it.
0: Yes. I think it was, it was the next logical step. Um, especially, you know, there was, there were some feelings, not, you know, not that I didn't like the places I would go to before, but there was a little bit of like, I didn't feel as official because it mm-hmm. wasn't like it was. I was just using someone else's space, um, and now I I feel like yeah, that's much much more official, much like. Yeah, I mean, you can work on the table you want. Yeah, you don't have to get, yeah. just take what is there. I, yeah, I've got all my stuff where I want it. Um, yeah, so I'm excited. and I But I do, it's not the end all be all, right? This right? I'm not like, it's not over because I have it. It's, this was the next step to get to do what I ultimately want to do. Um, which would be more on the education side of like having people, because eventually I'm not going to be able to do this anymore. And I want people, other, you know, the next generation, next generation to be able to carry this on and keep, you know, helping the dogs, helping the canine athletes. So that's why I really want to have more of an education side. But right now I just, you know, I need to build this up so that I can give myself the time to be able to focus on it. Yeah, and I mean,
1: there is there is time.
0: Yeah, because there's only 24 hours in a day.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, and, and that that's, the, actually, that's another struggle we have with this podcast recording as well because we have nine hours time difference between yes. us. So to find the time to record a between our work schedules is not easy yeah but it's pretty hard <laughs> but we promise to be back <laughs> on our regular on a regular yes. basis
0: yes that's part of our our time management skills that we're <laughs> exactly. constantly I, working I on. This, not a business advice
1: I always have my book with me my notebook and it's an actual book where i write things and ideas in it that's that's something i always do it's uh yeah it looks like it looks like crap look at that it looks (laughs) uh, yeah but it's it's great i can always write it's always with me if i go uh for dinner with friends or whatever when i have an idea it's in there and so i don't forget if i type it in my mobile phone or something it's lost yeah it's just like oh it's not but this is this is real yeah you'll never lose that
0: yeah cool well i'm excited this is gonna be a great great series um yeah so we look forward to bringing you more about the business of canine fitness so that we can all stay fit and stay in the game. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk Canine Fitness. If you enjoyed our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and online at www.letstalkcaninefitness.com. Want some bonuses? Support us on Patreon. Every month we will release a mini exclusively from Patreon questions. Plus, other special bonuses you will find only on the Let's Talk Canine Fitness Patreon page. This episode was produced by Leslie Eide and Caterina Mattioli. Music written and performed by Moonfly. Music provided by PremiumBeat.com.